Hey, thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. We just want to say right now, before we start this episode, uh, we tell jokes about suicide, suicidal thoughts, and depression on this show. Uh, they can get real dark. And that's because we've been there, and it's how we cope with it. We hope it'll help you. It's not because we think suicide is a joke or that it would be funny if anyone committed suicide. So please just know that going into this show. And if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts or want to commit suicide, don't do it and call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline right now. The number is 1-800-273-TALK. They're always there. They will talk to you. They know what you're going through. They will hear you. Please stay here with us on Earth. We're glad you're alive and enjoy the show. You know just what to do when I look at you and I don't want to go. They call me on the phone and won't leave me alone when I don't want to go. Uh, this is Abu Grabable. This is just... <laughs> Oh, you abgrabable! Oh, dun 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 dun. Dave was, has been demanding we do this joke as the intro to this episode. I don't know how he said it, came it up. last night when we went to see Toy Story Four. At some point, I think you. I think it's. I don't want to steal. I think it's your joke. But oh, either are you way, serious? we are. We were both saying it during Toy Story Four. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> we were talking about Abu Grab. Abu Grab. Toy Story Four. <laughs> I think what happened was I said it's unbelievable, and then you said that's ab- Abu Grabable. <laughs> oh shit! I don't even or remember. Maybe half I said the it. Things I say because I am a genius, you know. But I so also, it could have been me. I honestly saying this is a trope throughout my career: is people going they like <laughs> I'll show up to a show and they go, "Okay, like four years ago, you said." <laughs> Uh-huh. The weirdest, <laughs> like the most insane thing on stage, and and they'll say the joke back to me. I go, "You're probably right. I have no idea, <laughs> dude. Like, I have so no, funny. zero idea." This just happened to me with with Brody Reed, oh, yeah. um, who actually Shouts comes up comic. in the interview. Yeah, great yeah. comment, great dude. I love him. We were at a show, and someone mentioned Skrillex, and uh, and he turned to me and he was like, "Dude." You had these jokes about Skrillex that I really loved because you were saying you like Skrillex. And what I said to him was, oh, dude, yeah. Do you remember any of the punchlines? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they were all like... <laughs> I want to kill. Um, that's my favorite baby. Skrillex song, by the way. It's called I Want to Kill Everybody in the World. Um, I don't know if you know that song, but it's a great dance song. He makes me uh, want romance. He I fucking straight sensual. up love Skrillex. I love good. Skrillex. He's fun. Yeah. Yeah. What's his fucking band from? His hardcore band? Oh, Autumn uh, to Ashes, I think. Or, no, sorry. no, no, no. Oh, no, it's not? Okay. For, Shit, from I'm first to last. No from Aristotle. From first to last. From first to last. Yeah. It's definitely the from is what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. There were so many bands that are like, from tears to an angel's wings. <laughs> Angel's wings from to a mountain. <laughs> I mean, from autumn to ashes and from first to last is pretty similar. From autumn to ashes is more on the metalcore side, though, it's right? Like they were all trying to write a band name that was like the gentleman who went up a hill and came down a mountain. 
I, I know. They're all, <laughs> dude. Cool. When I was uh, cool title. When I was a DJ at the radio station in in Fresno, I don't know how much I've talked about that on the show, but uh, <laughs> I I was like, this is a, a weird part of my life okay. that I f- I forget about that I'm actually very proud of. I like worked at a corporate radio station called KRZR, and I kept bothering them to let me play punk and metal on the station and then i ended up getting this show every night at from 11 to midnight called the fight after church hell yeah <laughs> yeah dude fucking metal dude <laughs> and uh and so it like allowed me to uh, interview some punk and metal bands and i went to like the taste of chaos tour and Ozfest and shit and i ended up interviewing the guitar player for as i lay dying uh, yeah, like as I lay dying. Exactly, great title. Right, and uh, what was so funny was he. It was so cool interviewing him because first of all, he was so nice. He's such a sweet dude. I was interviewing on his tour bus, and uh, and I was like, the, he told me two things that were so great. The first was he was like, yeah, I don't really party. I just uh, sit on the bus and play Guitar Hero. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> What would it be like to play guitar in a band? He's like s- simulating like yeah, the yeah, worst yeah. version of his own career. I, it's so funny. I was like, "Do you guys like? Do you guys like smash hotel rooms?" He's like, "No, no, dude. We just we just like fantasize about being us." No, I just play. I just play like smash hotel room simulator. I go on the bus and I just play like the smash hotel destruction hero, and then I play like get blown by a groupie hero. <laughs> So then I was like, how did you come up with your name? And he, mm. he literally goes, um, well, it's... Uh, okay, so we didn't have a band name, and uh, we were playing a show, and they were like, what do we call you? And we were like... Uh, and then there was this like book nearby, and we just picked it up, and it was a line in the book. Cool. And I was like, what? That's not bad. <laughs> I actually like that. Oh, I but hate then again, it. that's I no thought. It. That's actually no thought. It means nothing to them. Yeah, it means nothing to them. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, that mm-hmm. is kind of the Beatles when they were like, why'd you name it the Beatles? Which is maybe one of the weirdest names. I mean, they're the most one of the most successful bands of all time, but it's like It's the stupidest band it's like name a of pun all time. Name. Beat beat. The Beatles. The, they oh like Beatles, but they they're following the beat. Like a bug. And they're like beatniks. But also a beat. Oh, I get it. Totally. You know? And then, like, when they were asked about it, they're like, it came to us in a dream. <laughs> like, they're, they're what? Like, and, like, that was their, their way of sidestepping the thing of, like, what the fuck do you think it was? We thought it was cute for, like, half a second. Like, you know, it's a band name. Like, right. We, you know, like, we didn't think we'd be the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, get it? Cute name, right? So, uh, anyway, this uh, summer on Warp Tour, check out From Autumn to Ashes, uh, From First oh, yeah. to Last, and From Justin to Kelly. That's why... Uh, Justin it, From Justin to Kelly is the best. <laughs> that's where it came from. We were talking about Skrillex. Uh, hey, you're listening to Suicide Buddies. I'm Dave Ross. I'm Hampton Young. Uh, you found yourself at a mental health and comedy podcast where we joke around about dark shit to, uh, you know, find our way back to the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, usually every episode we talk about a suicide in history or we talk about the fans and questions you guys have had. And or what's going on with us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what's it. up with us? Yeah, but this is a special episode because we're doing an interview. We're uh, doing more of those lately. It's yeah. becoming less weird. I hope to make it a more regular thing. I hope it's the only thing. I'll, I'll I, hope that the, <laughs> I hope that one day we have a guest and then we're not there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just them sitting alone in a room going, I'm sad. 
you know? <laughs> and uh, we still reap all the benefits. Yeah. But somebody else gets to go in a room and just say they're sad. Yeah, totally. Hell yeah, dude. Sad, sad room. That's You're listening the, to sad room. Yeah. I like capitalist depression. <laughs> Where I'm like kind of using people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah using like their using sadness people. to tr- it's trickle down mm-hmm. economics because it's tears. <laughs> That's the trickling down. <laughs> uh, we have live shows coming up. We're doing uh, September 11th in New York City, which is not funny <laughs> at all. As stated mm-hmm. by Dave on earlier podcasts, <laughs> it is not funny. It's not funny. I that we are performing on <laughs> September 11th in New York City is not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. I did book the date. It's not funny. Uh, <laughs> accidentally, it's not funny. On that date, you uh, did ha- not do it sh- accidentally. It was sheer happenstance. It was not sheer true. happenstance. Uh, no way. Also not funny. Not funny though. Also not funny, and also no one really not died. Not true. If you not look funny. at the footage, no one actually died. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> look at the footage. There were never two towers. <laughs> there were never any towers. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm saying David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear. What if dude strikes again? Thank you. There you go. You see that movie Man on Wire where the guy walked between the two towers? No, I didn't because it's not real. That all happened on a in a soundstage in Houston, Texas. That's right. Stanley (laughs) Stanley Kubrick did it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Scale for not much money. We'll be there together September 11th. Hampton is in Chicago September 13th. Then we have some more dates around those things. Check out our websites for that. But now uh, we are going to talk to a good friend of both of ours um, about sadness and (laughs) having a career in Hollywood and dealing with it. This man knows more than most people, I'd say. He's really gone through it. Yeah, it's Jonah Ray. Uh, We're going to talk to him after this ad for pants or whatever. What's up, old Big Dick Jonah Ray here, (laughs) being recorded by old Big Dick Aristotle. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you ever killed yourself, would you hang yourself with your dick? Uh, I would, uh, but what would I do with all the slack? I know, (laughs) dude, you just hit the floor. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, All right, that's been Jonah Ray. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Remember, uh, Mr. Science Theater on Netflix, it's good for families. He died with a big dick, just remember that. That. Yeah. Put it on the tombstone. <laughs> There's your sound drop. Put it on the tombstone. The tombstone. <laughs> with a big... Oh, is that what, what shooting ropes means? Oh no, it's yeah. uh, dropping noose, dropping ropes, dropping ropes. That's a. This is a. Uh, uh, my friends, we used to work for um, uh, Ryan Seacrest, and uh, he did this thing. Oh, cool. Uh, well, he was on. They were on. The, they were on the ra- his radio show a long time ago, and he uh, one time he came back and he's like, he's like, "What'd you guys get up to in the weekend?" And they were like, "Well, we probably just played some videos." He's like, "I was in a pizza. I was in a pizza, dropping, <laughs> dropping white ropes." Oh my god! What? I got these pills. Got these supplements, man. Got these supplements. Like I'm dropping white ropes. Dude, he's just jerking off. What is like, that's all he's bragging dropping about? Dropping white ropes. Yeah. That's a pill. I think or, no, like no. I think it's like a pill. He has a supplement that like thickens up his junk. Like oh, his, like his, his, oh, it's quick drying cement. Yeah, yeah. this is an Antifa thing. Yes, <laughs> that you you come on, you eat a lot of wow. quick drying cement, and then yeah. you come on the the yeah. reporters yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I shoot rocks. I shoot yeah. rocks, dude. You better back <laughs> off, law man, cop. I'll blow your head off. <laughs> I'll blow my load and your head fucking clean off. <laughs> it's buckshot in there. I well, yeah, sick. dude. Thanks for doing the show, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been a long time since you guys started, and now I'm here. 
I know. There's been a lot of back a and while forth that we were going to do each other's podcast. That's true. You guys also didn't have, your th- your plan was to not have guests for a while, I guess. Yeah, right? we didn't have guests for a long time. Yeah. And then, and then you were. We tried to get you, I think, as our first guest, but you were like, "I gotta watch movies with this robot or whatever." <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Do. <laughs> I, I spent enough time with this. Fucking... Yeah, what's going on with you? <laughs> you were like, "Yeah, is Jonah okay?" What dude? is happening? <laughs> There's no way that's real. <laughs> he, he keeps face, saying though. it is, though. Does yeah, he live yeah. with that robot? Yeah. For people that don't know, uh, I Hampton and. You, Jonah, we both <laughs> work yes. on he, Mystery Dave. Science Theater yeah, yeah. 2000. Yes. And, uh, you're, you're, so my, you're my crowd. A lot of our, our mm-hmm. questions might be geared towards, uh, you know, since we've worked together yeah. last. And I'm, hey, uh, I'm going to be talking to my bro. Include uh, me. My, my, no, my Please. Dave. I know we're buddies, but this is bro. I've seen this movies. <laughs> I've known him. I'm a robot. I can. <laughs> Is that in a movie? <laughs> is that in iRobot? That's the Matrix. That's all of the I, Matrixes. Uh, I'm a movie robot too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. That's that's Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm Goopy hate. Metal. I'll be right back or whatever. Gloopy <laughs> <laughs> Metal. BRB. Yeah. You, you remember when like, Arnold Schwarzenegger I'm, said BRB? I'm, like I'm Gloopy Terminator. <laughs> I'm Melty. I'm Melty. <laughs> Don't, don't touch me. I'm melty. <laughs> Is that T1000 yeah, being T-1000 sassy? Yeah. Being sassy. I'm all I'm wet. Melty, melty. I'm all I'm like, wet and hard. <laughs> that bullet made a hole. <laughs> I'm a water sign. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen this boy come? <laughs> He's a, he's the most advanced robot we've ever made. He's made out of liquid cum. <laughs> I was just watching. Anything he touches, he kills and impregnates. I was just watching a uh, 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 Wayne's World, and there was a there was a Terminator Two reference in it when he's on his way to go get Cassandra. Oh, that's right. I always oh, yeah. thought that was in Wayne's World too. Have you seen this boy? Yeah, he's in it. Robert Patrick. It, it does the thing. He, I that's think in he's Wayne's had World a really one. hard career because of that that role. I don't know. I think he went just jump because he was like a character actor guy. Then he went back into character acting. (laughs) His name? What's Robert Patrick? Okay, Robert Patrick. Oh, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I think he's fine. Yeah. Whatever happened to that Arnold guy? (laughs) He hates. I'll tell you this. He got real against gerrymandering. (laughs) That's about all I know. (laughs) It is funny to like have as he gets older. Like what I love seeing. I love like being on Instagram and seeing like uh, people that are like always been kind of like uh, like very aware of like how like progressive they are, but then seeing the people get upset. Like seeing Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, like say, I don't like the president. And people go, used to be a fan, man. Now you got all political. (laughs) It's like, have they never paid attention? (laughs) Billy Joe from Green Day saying he doesn't like the president. It's like, man, I've been a fan of yours since American Uh Idiot. And to see you disrespect the president. (laughs) Hold on. I love someone told me they they were at uh, Coachella the year that Rage played the, when they got back together that first year they they played Coachella and uh they were like in the back of the field like where all the tents were while Rage was playing and there were people back there moshing mm. and then saying shit like set the grass on fire <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking rage and people were like you don't know what rage is no <laughs> no I there was a guy that I used to work with that like never like he like didn't get and this is gonna sound so shitty he didn't get punk like he did sure. it like he's like what is that how what's punk like it's like yeah, you're just gonna yeah. be angry at everything i go yeah. oh buddy <laughs> <laughs> I, I had this discussion with my brother where like he was like talking about like rap he's like well i don't like a lot of rap because it's mostly like you know they're really into themselves or talking about how much money they have and i, I was like 
Yeah, that's like saying like I don't like punk. It's too angry. Like they're yeah. mad at society. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like it's like when people just kind of give so us so much. That, that was what was crazy about when Miley Cyrus, who like uh, did a, like a lot of like hip hop stuff in the mm-hmm. past few years, was like it's like I got out of the hip hop scene because it was all like look at my sit on my dick, look how much money I have, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Shut up, Hannah Montana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. Oh my God. Dude, she's great. She's so funny how like uh, there's like photos of her like doing just the like Asian eyes like with her friends oh, yeah, at like, Hollywood that. parties and oh, stuff. Really? Like she just has this long history of doing that and then like people knew about that and then one year she's like hosting the VMAs and she comes up on stage with those sun like those yeah. sunglasses that they have in like Back to the Future or whatever they mm-hmm. like, do that like, it's just like just stop like, what it. is yeah. your fucking pro- like you literally know, every s- other part of her was naked except for that yeah. and I was like, Spaniards <laughs> love doing the Asian eyes it's like I saw, I saw this one guy do like it's oh, like really? here's a bunch of Spanish people like like at uh, like uh, you know soccer games at, like around the world doing like Asian eyes wow, and like, wow it is kind of specifically a lot of Spaniards do this <laughs> Do you know what's the story? Didn't it's maybe so I'm gonna easy. totally it's fuck so this to story so up. <laughs> but didn't David Cross do something like this? Oh recently? yeah, he was accused of that. Right. Yeah, that Charlene like said he did some kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> wasn't probably there did. for them. But he also <laughs> but like you know like, he also did like you know like a black voice for when he was on Mr. Show. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Watching Mr. Show the other day. I mean, he and says that, the N word in his. On some of his albums. That like, Mr. Showbit is so loose, too, because it's like he so wanted to do the black voice that in the scene, he's pinching his throat. Like he's doing a stand-up. And yeah. there's really no... It doesn't do anything. Like, you can't explain that in the scene, that the guy is like a white guy who's <laughs> pinching his throat to be like, you are the most magnanimous, yeah. beautiful, you see, beautiful woman I've ever seen. Did you see, though, like in like the fourth season of Mr. Show, they put it like it was like he that character was on a talk show and they built a fake arm so he yes. had enough room to hold his that's the sequel to this, is that they bring it back they're like that into it yeah but they're like, like the okay, thing well, holding your you're just yeah. you're just giving yourself the vader yeah, yeah. joke <laughs> you're joking yourself yeah. do you think if darth vader was doing autoerotic association mm-hmm. he could just kind of like think about it think like, about think it about crushing oh, yeah, his own yeah. throat while he's like yeah be careful jerking yeah. himself hold off. himself up and it's a self-contained suit, so it kind of self-cleans, and you don't have to really... You don't know that. I think, honestly, he's probably doing that all the time. Do you, I think his sweat glands are gone, <laughs> so he doesn't have to clean it. It just doesn't, you know, what's what's the problem? He's not going to sweat and stink it up. Yeah. Well, he's more man than machine. He's more machine than he's all <laughs> twisted and goofy. I don't know the line. <laughs> Take it away. Twisted. Twisted and goofy. Twisted and goofy. Goofy. He's more machine than man. Yeah. <laughs> now we're back to Terminator again. Twisted and goofy. But yeah, 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 well, I was saying that guy, Robert Patton's... Uh, that's not Robert Pattinson. No, no, Robert no. Patrick. Yeah. Well, we can talk about him just, though. I just feel new like Batman. No, I just want to say, like, <laughs> what really? He's I feel new like Batman. He ha- he's had a hard life because every time you look at him, you're like T1000. Totally. Yeah. Like, sure. Cop T1000. Like, yeah, yeah. and I felt like that's why he took the Wayne's World role because he's like, what like, else? Right. Fuck it. <laughs> every, yeah, yeah. every audition I come into, they're like, fucking, it's the dude from the biggest now, movie in yeah. I've seen decades. Him, he like now. He's got some distance from that, and he's a character actor and kind yeah. of a lot of shit. And yes. I love him. Uh, yeah. He's I great. Love he's him so him great. Yeah. 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 If you have a strong jawline, you will be a cop for the rest of your career. <laughs> I know, dude. You know what's one of my favorite things a about cop Hollywood? In Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Is that uh, there? I, I, I've always loved war movies, military movies, mm-hmm. but there is, there is a so like a cachet of fifteen, twenty dudes. 
who are in every war movie playing a joint chief of staff or general or something, and you don't see them in fucking anything else. Yeah. Yeah. But they're in the situation room and they're talking to the president about how they have to fucking bomb Iran. Yeah, Mr. President, those guys' lives are like. We have to make a call. We have to make a call. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be a call made. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Sure. We haven't put a lunch (laughs) order in. There has to be a call made. Sir, I I am instituting an executive order. You are not authorized to execute that order, sir. <laughs> it's all just talking about their job in the most minute detail. Yes, that exactly. can't be executed. I only know. respect people who have a buzz cut. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to suck my own dick. I always wanted to be Robert Loja. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always thought about that with like billionaires in movies, people who play really old. Usually they... They're actors you've never seen until they're really old. And then you're like, right. oh, you're that old billionaire from RoboCop or something. Yeah. Or same with the general in movies. It's like I never saw them earlier, but then you're like, but they were around, and then it's, it's always one of those things where like they die, and then on the immemorium, you're like, you're like, oh, they were a child once. They've been <laughs> acting since they were seven years yeah. old with Mickey Rooney, <laughs> and like, and then they just stayed in the business for so long. I always think that it's more like. Yeah, they're working actors. Yeah. So I imagine, like, kind of at the end of their life, they're like, one time I played a billionaire. <laughs> like, one time I got right. to believe I was a general. And they're, like, just in a shitty apartment. I always <laughs> wanted to act. <laughs> one of my favorite things I've ever seen, as far as the entertainment industry goes, is that, like, I don't know when it was. I guess just like three or four years ago. The first, it was like the Emmys. The year that Handmaid's Tale's first season came out, and whoever plays Aunt Lydia in that show won an Emmy for Best Supporting Actor. And she's actress. been around forever. And she's she, been around forever. She's even mentioned in BoJack Horseman as like they call her character actress. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, like by her right. name, and she's like she has a character shirt where she plays herself in BoJack Horseman. Oh, I didn't know that. They that's use her cool. to like infiltrate things because she's such a like a good actress. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like you're going to be playing this. And we're going to need you to get this information. <laughs> that it was, happened the same year as that fucking. Oh, really? That Emmy, yeah. That's so cool. I remember just seeing that and she won the award and she just could not stop crying and thinking like, this is what, this is why the Emmys are good. Everything else about it is bad. Yeah. yeah, Everything, all the money and the bullshit, but like this person getting validated is beautiful and fuck yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's, you know, not to say that that's what everyone's waiting for, but like, and she was fine. She's been working consistently. If you look at her IMDb, she works all the time. Yeah. And I was, there was like, I, I did like a small part in a, like an indie movie in January in Wisconsin. And like, oh, there was a well, guy. <laughs> I'll tell you this. There was no Lottie Daz. Uh, Laquisha too. It was Laquisha too. <laughs> yeah. You already signed on to Laqu- yeah. Laquisha too. Uh, and even though I even though I uh, I despise the electric boogaloo, uh, you know, part of like the sequel uh, name game, mm-hmm. it would be called Laquisha Two Electric Boogaloo. Oh, yeah. absolutely! So you did an indie movie? I did. Well, I did like the small movie, and there was a guy in it um, that uh, like I just was like, why does this guy look so familiar? And I looked him up, and he's just like fucking yeah. in everything. Like, it just is been consistently acting for 30, 40 years. Yeah, I yeah. Love those, I was like, people I mean, just I exist. There's a ton like, of those yeah. people. I. I feel like this is much a our profession is a journeyman sort of thing it's yeah. going to be long and that you know you got to play the long game and everything and i know that like it's stupid to be like well depre- this is a bad segue but like depression and career you know like how do you th- these two things intertwine for you but i will just say like you've been doing comedy a while yeah you've been around and you've seen like uh ups and downs and i mean like how's that been for you you know what you know, it's mentally it's i always have this thing where i say because i like i had like a really insane run like a, a couple years ago where 
we did you know three seasons of mm-hmm. uh, Meltdown, um, and I was like coming off of writing like on shows like a, like a few, I was like writing on Web Soup, uh, like Web Soup, and then I went on to the Soup, and then I left the Soup, and then we did three seasons of Meltdown. And then there was Hidden America, two seasons, yeah. two seasons of Mr. Science Theater. Like it was like like for me in my head unprecedented that I would ever have that much going on at, uh, and at what was suddenly like all the switches had everything had just like, like and sh- like um, I was like this thing. is crazy and like you know I thought about the times where I thought nothing was going to happen and I would always have in my head well you know buy the ticket take the ride which is you know like just a like a thing in my head like it's like you signed up for entertainment knowing f- goddamn well what the mm-hmm. what it entails mm-hmm. and like you know and and there's always that little lie you tell yourself to you're like well not me i'm special i'm gonna yeah, of course. <laughs> is know. it the moment that you stop giving a fuck that then some like you know because you get in and you go <clears throat> i'm an artist and it doesn't matter if it like doesn't work out give a fuck but or then- not give a fuck pick but you really do give a fuck for a while till yeah. you get defeated for a while right. and then you go well, fuck it. Then I know now nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden things start yeah, happening. Yeah. And it, like, it was it was an odd thing where, but then when I got done and then we went on the that first MST tour, um, and then like I like I got done with all this stuff. Like you know, like CISO like went away, but I had like two seasons of a show that I was really proud of, and you know, three seasons of uh, uh, Meltdown, which was crazy, and then like you know, like and it was all these like little ticked boxes. Like I always wanted to have a sketch show that mm-hmm. had like me, yeah. like like Mr. Show yeah. or Monty Python, like a sketch show that like was new, like something yeah. different, like a mm-hmm. different element of it, uh, and then a stand up show on Comedy Central, but that was like based off of like something that me and my friends start. Like there was all these, yeah. and then be a Bing spokes, be a Bing spokesperson. <laughs> Sponsor big, um, like uh, I can't but, fucking believe you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate Bing. Uh, guys, Google Bing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like that's the joke when I talk about it on stage. I go, if you don't know, if you don't know what Bing is, Google it. Uh, yeah. And now I've reappropriated it. Yes, yeah, for yeah. my pod. for your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, it's like you know I did all this stuff in in a row, and then Mr. Sancier was such a crazy thing, and then touring for that long was like, you know, you were there, was really nuts and exhausting, and then when I got done, I felt like, like, I remember like a few years before that, my manager uh, was just like, it's like, you just need to get some heat, that's what you hear when you're out, he was like, you need some heat, Um, and I said, oh, okay, I'll just, well, work on my own stuff, and I did, and I fucking like, just did it like three times over, like multiple seasons, like all this stuff, and then I ended it, and then, like, I felt like I'd just done, like, this big performance yeah. for, like, you know, uh, like, these talent yeah. agents going, like, panting. yeah, panting, yeah. arms uh. out. And they were, they were like, what are you going to do now? Uh. Wow. <laughs> I just did the flip. I, yeah, I was like. I just did the fucking perfect flip. What constitutes heat? I mean, well, how many shows do I have to do? And wow. so we, it's like the Jiminy Glick, like, to Spielberg. Yeah. Do you ever see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you going to make the big one? The big one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one that everybody likes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that was, like, I was just like oh shit like i thought like when i thought at least i could that? take a break when was that yeah like are you saying that that was all the way post doing a couple seasons of mst3k that was uh, that was after the first tour uh after the first season so that was a year before last year and your manager was like okay what, what you are get, you gonna do yeah now? what's your yeah. plan and i was like yeah. I, I thought I, like i got that too for yeah. mine i mean like there's it's been kind of an odd journey of like not feeling like I'm rising up to their expectations. Yeah. I've been totally happy and super <laughs> like, you know, yeah. having a great time creatively. Yeah, you know? And I didn't, I didn't like, you know, know what to like, I was just like, well, I kind of thought since I just like, you know, killed myself, like, you know, with yeah. uh brain and body doing all this stuff. Maybe, I don't know. You guys could just like, 
plug me into these small parts. Get so it's me like booked in, my, in some shit. Right? Yeah, like, and yeah. I was even like, and like they're like, it's like, okay, we're, you're gonna go out for the uh, the lead or the co-lead in this network sitcom. I was like, yeah. that's not gonna happen, dude. It's like too. that's not me. It's yeah. like that's not me. And like I was saying, <laughs> there's so many things that get made every day in this town, every day in this country, uh, where I was like, I'll fly out and be a local hire for like a small movie where guys like it's like it's like you, you can't go in there. That's restricted. Like yeah. I just want that part. <laughs> I was like, you know, I want, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I will 100 percent just. Find Find bodies on programs. Yeah. It'd be like, oh god, just the person who sees one of the main yeah. characters. Dude, like, I will be bodies. You <laughs> know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> and I would love to be dead in every so show. Yeah, I'd I wanted to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was yeah. a dead guy. In- yeah, it's not like, only I will I play a dead body in your <laughs> yeah. show. I'll let you kill me. Uh, I'll let you, you, <laughs> you got to see this guy. He's like the Brando of dead His brand, body yeah, yeah. acting. Man, the way he just approaches the scene. It's like you know, his eyes don't out. Eyes roll back. Though I did like I did just do a video where like I needed like a dead like a dead guy oh, yeah. and like there was one guy that was better than the others <laughs> like he was just like was so wow. what he did was just better than the others he was good at playing and then dead. he dies and you go to his funeral and you look at the casket and you're like that's about right wow. fake that's good um, <laughs> I was dead on um, called it but what I was gonna say is like a, like I was kind of just thrown off by this indifference of uh, like I was like tired. And mm-hmm. then my dad died, like yeah. suddenly, like right after that. Like it was like two months, I think, after we got back from that tour. Yeah, it was like right away. He was right Whoa. away. It felt and like it, right away. And it was just like, oh, he's gone now. And it was like I, the whole support. Yeah. And it was and he was always like championing me. He was always really good. I mean, like, you know, we were I like, you know, there was many talks with my mom afterwards. Because uh, I jumped really quickly into the anger uh, part of grief. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did the state is like denial? Denial. Um, and then when you see the body, kind of hard not to. When you go and like, Get you're like mad. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I just got mad, and I was just like, I was like, Sadness. you motherfucker. Like yeah. it's a uh, like it's like. And I asked my mom, I was like, was he jealous of my success? And oh she's and my she's like, God. and she was like, yes. <laughs> what did your like, dad? I knew yeah, it. I was like, I fucking knew it. Jack Hughes. What did your dad do? He uh, he's what I uh, call a uh, a fortunate son. He what he wanted to do was uh, I guess build houses. Why was he jealous? Because I think because uh, I didn't because you know there's me and my brother. My brother listened to everything my dad said and always mm. was still asking for money. Yeah. and didn't really know what he wanted to do. Didn't right. know what to do. Yeah, um, I basically did the opposite of everything my dad. You know, my dad yeah. tried to get me to go to college. I said I don't want to go to college. Yeah. Uh, my dad tried to get me to you know do this or that. I never wanted to do it. Um, even like when I was like in the middle of making um, Meltdown, there was like a, a little bit of time where it was Meltdown, Mr. Science Theater, and um, and Hidden America, all at different stages of production, right. all at once. No, I don't and remember. like I was, they were in town, I was like, hey, I can't, I can't meet up for lunch, but I can meet up for dinner later. He's like, hey, yeah, man, just keep on, keep on trying. You're like, Jesus. I was like, oh god, <laughs> like the time you would kind of want the most. Yeah, I was like, like I wanted to hear like that's rad, man. Like it's like I this is all you've ever wanted. It's so popular, or like I said, popular. But I mean, I'm yeah. so proud of you, sort of thing. Of like, you know, you're yeah. clearly killing it. But it's also hard for like my parents don't understand this world at all. Like, yeah, you know. So any any sort of like thing I try to float by them I've learned is just impossible it's well, impossible for them to understand just for laughs or but even like it's like they like they'll understand someone else's success more I remember like <laughs> like when Kumel was in um, like a like a, what were the commercials the Old Navy commercials uh, yeah. where it was like a bunch of celebrities and like uh, my dad was like you should do that wow and I was like I literally was the like the <laughs> spokesperson for a corporate for a Microsoft <laughs> Microsoft yeah 
<laughs> but um, you also, um, and I, I'm not like calling dads. something out or anything. I'm just yeah. curious what you meant by this. You also said, uh, or maybe I just misunderstood. You said he championed you. He a he lot. did. I think like as a way to kind of like you know he was like biggest your your biggest fan your biggest fan which was great right and so and like you know we did have our problems and differences and he like you know we both thought uh, the other should be you know doing uh, you know approaching the relationship <laughs> approaching differently uh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah you just can't see eye yeah to eye, you know? yeah um yeah, but uh you know um it was like it was like weird that like uh, and like I have this joke now that I like start my sets with, which is uh, you know, I haven't really been doing a lot of stand up since my dad died, and that's because I don't know who to try and prove wrong anymore. That's great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's actually that's the like, amount of laughs it gets. I it's like totally. some people going, mm, and then Dude. and then one person feeling bad, and then know, other people I'm going. The ah. I'm the worst advocate. I'm always like, yeah. yes, it's, ha- it's so dramatic. I have it's to do one of those. Thing. I have to do one of those things now where I, I go, that's a great dead dad joke, you yeah, bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I put myself out there. Talking about something real? <laughs> you guys just let me sit in it. This motherfucker in the front row's got a dead dad. <laughs> Dude, I literally, I was at a show at a wine bar in Malibu, so of course it was going to fucking suck. But <laughs> but Whitmer Thomas was on stage, and Whitmer was like, it was during that period where oh, all God, of his yeah. jokes were about his mom dying. Yeah. And he's like in front of these like 15 rich pieces of shit in Malibu telling these jokes about his dead mom that are really good. And I've, first of all, they're really, they're really good because I like them, but they're also really good because I've seen them crush. Yeah. So they're like very good. And, uh, he, he tells like one of the best parts of it and there's no laughs. And then you, you just, we all pause, no sound in the whole room. And a woman literally yells at him, it was too dark. <laughs> and we were like, what is happening right now? Dark. You garbage hey, bag. Yeah. Could you could you not have your mom die? Yeah. yeah you, hey, buddy. You know I what? You're working have my mom die there. This is this is why I'm also a terrible partner relationship. Uh, to defend their side of things. <laughs> they were like, just having a night. They probably deal with darks. They're fucking rich. So they deal with darkness all the time. They probably have a deep-seated guilt of how they made all that money. Yeah. And they need to forget uh-huh. about it by drinking some wine and laughing at a silly clown yeah, no on stage. Kidding. And so when they bring in some real shit, they go, no, I let children die so I could get this ring. Yeah. Sure. I think about that, that <laughs> Steve Martin was the most popular comic during Vietnam. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like the the uh, yep. a war everyone was currently feeling very guilty about and mm-hmm. seeing a lot of com- you know, and a guy a going, I got happy feet. Yeah, Everyone's exactly. like, Yes, please, <laughs> he's like, please, God, he's happy doing, he's, feet. Put the fucking dumb arrow through your head. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, 6,000 bodies so were shown funny. today. Uh, their, their bodies not even fully Could recovered. Could someone turn on King Tut for crying out loud? Uh, they apparently threw grenades into the school building uh, without a care, hucking them like rocks. Is anyone here a wild and crazy guy? Pluck <laughs> a goddamn banjo, why don't you? Come with it now on a banjo. Another thing about that Malibu show that's so funny that you say that, like there was, it was like, it was just a regular wine bar. There was no stage or anything. And they like just put the mic in the corner. And uh, there was one big table where all these rich people I was talking about were sitting at. So they were like at the front of the table was four feet from the stage. Mm. And there was one dude turned around with a cigar in his mouth, staring at the stage, Hell laughing yeah. like this, just going. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then literally own Porky's. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was Porky Pig. And uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> he like 
got mad at this Please. comic Ben Branfin, who if you if you know Ben, it's so funny because Ben is just a really really funny comic who. His demeanor is he stands still and he tells his jokes. His cadence is a lot like Seinfeld's. There's mm. no reason to be getting mad at Ben. But he got he goes, come on, <laughs> at one point. And Ben's like, uh, what? And he goes, talk about Trump. <laughs> and uh, uh, Okay, wow. And Ben was like, no. <laughs> and like did his jokes. And I, I went up next and I was like, you want me to talk about Trump? And he was like, yeah. And I was like... I mean, you like Trump, man. You like you um you like Trump, and he goes, "I fucking hate Trump." Talk about Trump, and I was like, "Oh, you want me to shit on Trump?" And he was like, "Yeah," and then he was like, he literally goes, "I gotta smoke," and I was like, "Okay," and so I'm doing my set, and then he gets up and he walks through a screen door that's right behind me, uh. stands on the other side of the screen door, <laughs> yeah, three feet from me, Dude. listening to my Trump jokes, going, <laughs> "Yeah." yeah. yeah. Get him. Let me fucking yeah. <laughs> talk about Baron now. Baron. Baron Trump is the worst one. He's not off limits to me. I hate kids. <laughs> talk about their children. That's such an insane approach to politics. <laughs> Tell me more about these kids. Wait, okay, so you're uh you like you do all this work, and you're thinking you get a little bit of a break, and it est- it establishes you as like a Hollywood bookable entity, and then your father dies. Yes, and then like what? On top of that, nothing else happens. Right? Yeah. So where yeah. are you at mentally? I uh, I I started to write like a horror movie about a guy losing his dad with. Uh, How did you come to- up with that? <laughs> yeah. Um, did you watch Magnolia? Um, it was, you know, the like the the part that made me come up was like because there was like my dad had the stroke and then he was alive for like a couple of days, but there was a point where he would like stare yeah. and every oh, once in a while you'd be like, you "Fucking does that dude even see me?" Or like, yeah. fuck. he doesn't. It's just he's. I went through that with my grandma, man. Yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's creepy, and then yeah, um, yeah and then like I thought of like who's like the. Darkest, most depressed guy I know, and I'm gonna keep company with him. It was Jerry Stahl. I did like you know I Fatty and Permanent Midnight, that author. Like, and that's like I was like, I'll just write. Mm. The, I'll see if he wants to write this movie. And <laughs> we and we like so that was like really therapeutic uh, doing that. But you know, of course, no that's one wants no one wants it. Yeah, um, but you got to make that. I mean, I got like, to, I got to like make a story with the guy. You know, we didn't sell it or. But that was or, important to you. Like, yeah. I mean, don't you feel like you? In fairness, also something? you called it Get Out. <laughs> See, I did. I said. I said. I said us. We should get out of this Twilight Zone. <laughs> Is that yeah, what he's yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. It's like a big sentence. <laughs> yeah. He's making a sentence. It's not movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's he's trying to learn how to talk. He's yeah. No, but uh, <laughs> no, it was like I didn't like I kind of just and I was just exhausted, like creatively exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. Mentally, emotionally, uh, physically, like, and also I'd like gained so much weight over the like that like those years and just didn't feel good. And then um, started playing music again. Yeah. That was something like, it's like playing drums for me is always something kind of very therapeutic because it's like uh, you're, <laughs> you're hitting stuff hard, yeah. but you're also like working the creative part of your brain. And mm-hmm. it's also kind of like meditation. So you're just only ever thinking Plus, of the... you love music. I love music. Really? No, but uh, like fast. Like yeah, I love, love fast. You love to play like yes. metal, like a Like, like yeah. punk and metal yeah, and like, metal. Uh, you know, just I love playing fast. And, uh, <laughs> and it's, and then like I... I didn't end up starting a band. Like it's like, but it was one of those things where <laughs> I, I retreated to music in a way that, um, because like 
I did all the stuff in comedy, all the stuff I wanted to, and it like it, and then like I was like, oh, I, I, I don't think I can do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I stopped doing stand up, and also wow. like my because like that was like when I finally kind of like I was like, oh shit, the meltdown's done. My like weekly club of hanging mm-hmm. out with my friends is gone. Yeah, I felt disconnected from the scene that I had been a you know huge part huge of. part of for yeah. so long. Right, like, I didn't like I didn't know where to go. There was all of a sudden all these comics that I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, all these new it's shows. Scary. They're all on their, uh, you know. They're all young and funny and everything. <laughs> like, and I go, and I go, and they're all fucking funny. <laughs> Scooby. And, like, and I'm not feeling funny. And the, right. you know, it was. No, it's, it's too much expectation you're putting on yourself. There. Yeah, but it's just like it was one of those weird things where I showed up. I started when I was 20, and yeah. I got noticed really quickly just because of the way the scene was so small at the time. And I kind of. I think represented. You were cute. You I was were cute. cute, boy, dude. I was, I was original Brandon Wardell. You've been cute. <laughs> I know. You've like I've heard stories that apparently you've told them just to be like, "Hey, man, yeah, yeah, be careful." <laughs> I know oh, yeah, what, right. how people are talking to you. Right yeah, now. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, like it, it was, it was weird to just kind of like be. I felt like I was sprinting from like twenty to thirty-five, and then yeah. like, uh, and then yeah, like right? the finish line. Like I crossed it, and then this that one's like. Uh, well, here's a small cup of Gatorade. Uh, that's about all we got for you. Yeah. But the thing is with the music is like, uh, sorry if I'm actually saying this too much. Like, I don't really know. Right? Yeah. But what I'm, what I'm really saying is it uh, seems like everything you, you try to do, you do. And you do well. Thanks. And it's like, is it almost like, you know, like success is hard for you because you're so talented. Like you can do music. You can make music, actually comedy music. You could. This is why I drove out. This is why I drove out to Sun Valley. Yeah, dude, that's the sentence every comedian wants to hear. Have you ever thought that maybe success is hard for you because you're so talented? You're so talented. I I don't know. I'm just like, it's a, I'm, I, 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 I deal with mainly being an incredibly jealous person. And I think that's like tough to come to terms with when you feel like, you feel like when people say you're nice and then you kind of like, and maybe you are like, maybe I am nice, like by re- reflex because yeah. I don't want anyone to hate me. Mm, but like, right. it's like, but I'm like incredibly jealous. I was like a jealous of Dave for years just cause it's like, like, you know, when uh Holy fuck, like put out the record. I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, it <laughs> oh, was interesting. Like, I was like, so I was like, and this guy did the thing that I want to do. And he's punk too. And he's friends with like <laughs> punk bands. Like, huh. and like, and it was like, Dave, were you like, I wanted to make a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, did that cross your mind? Why did you? No, I will say during that period of time, I had a dartboard with your face (laughs) on it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, every night, I would look at it and go, "Yes!" Smoking a cigar, looking at the screen door. Jonah, can I ask you? Do you believe in voodoo? (laughs) Man, that's so. That's so. What a cool thing to to say that. I feel like that's. Hard to say. I have those for sure. Yeah. And I remember that period of time. And I remember that's so funny to hear because I looked up to you so much, dude. And I also remember, maybe you remember this, like there was holy fuck lasted like three and a half years. And there was one time where you asked me to do to drop it and do a set. And I it was like, like I always tried to get you on. And yeah. you asked and you like really needed to run a set, but like four four people were dropping in and the show was way too long. And I was like, I couldn't give you a set. I felt bad about that forever. And I always thought... That you were uh, mad. That's tattooed on Joe's uh, arm here. Is the, yeah, date, yeah, the date exactly. Yeah, Joe, it's a picture that of that dartboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has a list of and I guess, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is like that. Uh, 
that makes sense. We're all jealous and weird, right? And like, yeah. don't know how to manage yeah. all our feeling. I well, really, well, I panicked probably for like a week that you hated me. Or oh, maybe no, even longer. No, um, no there was, it's just like, and I probably took that as like, a couple things where I probably was like, wow, what do I got to do in this town? To, right. You know, it's even like, you know, when I did, uh, I did the, uh, Lincoln lodge, uh, a month or so ago in Chicago place, yeah. and the, and like my Saturday show was great, but the Friday show was like half full. And I was just like, yeah. dude, what do, what do I got to do? What do I got to <laughs> yeah. accomplish? Dude, Hampton and I were talking about this yesterday, how I like, like tour, I've been touring hard for a while Yeah, and it's weird. It's like, all of that touring shit is it's a mixture of your own heat or fan base and then what's going on in the zeitgeist i think yeah and so i where it's been most noticeable for me like i went through this whole arc specifically with the midwest there are specific cities in the midwest where i like opened for canane mm -hmm. and then headlined their festivals and then i would go back and do one-offs and they would sell out and then i went back again one more time and zero fucking people came. Oof. And I'm just like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how oh, to manage this a, at all. There's a dog in town everyone wants. <laughs> yeah. To. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Like, I would show up to like college shows or some gigs where there's like literally no one there. And you're like, what What possibly could have happened? And they'd always have like the lamest excuse. And that's, like, there's a there's a Chester. Yeah, like, there's just like, there's just something else to do. It's and there's the not lemon enough people festival. To do, so. <laughs> you're like, oh, then you just suck at this market. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, like. But it's like, we sound I like we're complaining, but this is like, this is to say that like this is a constant in our brains all the right. time yeah. is us you know we 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 find our self-worth through our uh our vocation uh and then when the vocation starts to feel like it's turning its back on us yeah with all the you know yeah like it's like you know i've always tried to like go in my head i go my my career is a shop on main street i just want to keep this shop open i don't want to expand yeah. i don't want to become a like a like a chain i just want to like keep my doors open and i want people that like my wares to come in and buy from me yeah um but then like you know then the fucking the, the yeah. shop next to you stars in stupor and then uh <laughs> 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 it's hard to oh, yes. literally have it like my mom has a sandwich shop in a really small town america and yeah. it's like it's main street basically yeah. right and it's like there a subway opens yeah, up <laughs> like next to her she runs a sandwich shop and a subway opens up and wow. it's just like Subway's still killing it. Yeah, Subway is still doing it good every day. You've yeah. never seen an out of business Subway. <laughs> oh, what happened? Subway didn't know how to sell the sandwiches. Yeah. Anymore. Oh, did that Subway close? No, no, no. They got so much money that they're gonna expand into no, the store next to it. My mom's doing DIY yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. indie sandwiches with crazy names. And yeah. Shit. I love, man. I I love this conversation topic because I think it's a thing uh, that people don't talk about a lot. That is. That is, I think people, especially who are young in entertainment, need to hear, which is like, you think about uh, t your time in entertainment having an arc. You think about like a slow climb or you like shoot up and then you crash down. You don't really think about how it's constant ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And I remember being a year to three or four years in and being like, where did that guy go? Why, yeah. why is he, I see him now and he's not that funny. I see her now and he's not that funny, but now <laughs> I've been around long enough to see that those same people come back and be even funnier. Yeah. And so we know like, like man, and I remember what you were saying about being jealous of younger people. I remember the first time that happened to me and you know, I've talked about this on terrified. Uh, it, 
it was like when Brody Reed and Monica Scott and Ben Bazuna showed up and they had this monthly show that was immediately like the best fucking show and I hadn't been booked on it and they'd been doing it for like six months. Mm. I was like, I put all this fucking work in, dude. Yeah. And I like have this great thing and they just show up and they're the hot and what do I... <laughs> and then I just started like going to Mike's and seeing them and we became friends and now we're all just part of it. And it's weird. It's just like you just... I think we all need to relax. Yeah. I mean, you want to you want to yeah. work with people who are at peace with themselves a lot right. of times, yeah. right? And you realize that it's a self-reflexive thing of just like why why is why am I so resentful of other people? It's like, right. well, I'm probably also acting like a shit. I'm acting like a resentful shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, my, why am I resentful? So because I'm being resentful. My like, um my therapist like uh you know was talking to uh, I was talking to her about how like it's like you know I don't I've never really booked anything off of an audition I've gotten yeah, parts but neither. I've never gotten anything off an audition and there was I was up for a role in uh, this movie that like uh, it's like it's the Saint Vincent movie like that Carrie Brownstein is yeah. doing and like uh, it's like I went out for the role of the drummer in the band I was like well holy shit here we go <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking really funny guy go. that like can like looks kind of like he's in bands knows mm -hmm. the fucking world <laughs> and like you know got, got Got the call, did really well at the audition, got the call back, did okay, and then like didn't get the part. And and it was like I was just like, you know, it was another one of those like moments of like shit, like what do I what do I gotta do? Like and it's like and then I was uh I was talking about like, you know, to my therapist as well, I was like stand up, like stand up, it's like I get so like I have this tendency to sometimes like berate the crowd and be like it's like yeah. who who am i to think that you i what i say is worth everyone paying money it, and though. sitting down yeah who like who am i to think that my ideas are so good or my takes or anything like it's like yeah. it's like yeah i'm a straight white male has like a like like a very you know like baseline you know point of view um and then oh, like, like beer and titties yeah <laughs> <laughs> if titties could have beer in them. yeah um <laughs> and then like oh, and closer. then she, she like you know and then of course like we talked about like my like just self-esteem in general from growing up and she just did you know the therapist thing of like she's like well do you think that your low self-esteem is what causes you to like react poorly when people come to see you like on stage and also you bring that with you because it's still perform when you go into an audition you're still performing Damn. from a place yeah. of low self-esteem where like you might be trying your best but people can tell that like you don't think what you're doing is any good because you're not any good and i was like i was wow, like holy shit man. Like, i drove out to sun valley for this yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's your yeah, yeah. yeah i do think there's a certain amount of it too that like there's just something about this environment and and maybe this isn't specific to entertainment i think actually it's not i think it's capitalism like we're instilled yes. within us uh a competitiveness if that you're is not unnecessary you're, yeah. you're not growing you're dying and a panic yes uh, if you're not growing, you're dying is competitiveness mixed with panic. Yes. And we are just told that we are going to fail if we don't fucking right. shoot, shoot to the top, like skyrocket. The, yeah. We have to be trying to explode, not trying to be a store that stays open. Yeah. And the, like what comes from this is jealousy and shit. And I think, yeah, it's so funny how much of this is, I guess I'm, I'm driving at a question and the question is this, like I, we we've like danced around all these like emotions. You said you had to manage jealousy and stuff. Like how, how do you having gone through all that now, how do you manage those shitty emotions that, that this industry and this environment, this country in general causes you to have? Uh, honestly, I think about, 
I think about all the things I like that not a lot of other people like. Hmm. I think about titties. Uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's super yeah. indie, man. Yeah. Oh, you got elbows. It. Yeah. I'm weird. Elbows, um, nice. No, it's actually like uh, it's you know I know we we harped on this before, but like it's like I think about I think about punk rock. I think about how it's uh, it saved my life as a kid. It made me feel like that there's this whole world that like can exist um, outside of the yeah. view of uh, the masses. Um, and I think about like all the all the music and the lyrics and the artistic output of all these people that like changed my life and made me feel seen or made me feel happy or made me feel excited for more mm -hmm. art. And uh, I think about bands like Dillinger Four. Uh, or the weaker thans bands that uh, uh, mean the world to me. Most people will never know who these bands are. Uh, they're pretty big as far as like right. punk rock as, as far as our circle is concerned. Sell, but you like, know? you know, I go to see. I went last time I saw uh, Dillinger Four in town. I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe fifty people. Really? Uh, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's crazy. Maybe fifty people. Um, and I was just talking to nuts. Uh, <laughs> To I like a buddy of mine who's in a band about how uh, the goal he's in a he's in a hardcore band and yeah I grew up listening to punk too and how like the goal is to be a, just a working class band a band that just puts their fucking shit out. <laughs> this is uh, this is what I can't, like I I it's I, like I, an expression that doesn't mean anything working class band. Well, I, what like, I call yeah. is like I call blue collar entertainment. I would like, yeah. That's all yeah. I. That's all I want. Punching I want to. I want to work, and I, I, all I want to do is working work. and getting paid. Working right. and getting well, paid. Well, the problem I do. is also the way we want to work is very much like unstructured. We yes. don't know where the paychecks are necessarily yeah. going to come from. So to be like, I just want to be consistently working, but never know where the checks yeah. are coming from. <laughs> you could be the most working person in the world, but you'd constantly be anxious. Yeah. You're like, well, where are those checks but that's, coming? But know, the idea of doing that, you're saying, you find a solace in. Yes, I find yeah. solace in like going like mostly everyone won't know. Um, oh, absolutely. The weaker thens, yeah. uh, or who Ian McKay is. Tons of uh, comics. I, I mean, not know. to be rude, because this is my impression when I got out here was that Todd Glass was like kind of a person who he was a working club comic, but no one knew who yeah. I loved. He had fans. Yes, like to me, that seemed like the world. Yeah, in comedy, like the. Just, I was like, I realized and he was in the wrestler. I was, I was probably barking up the wrong tree. Like, there's yeah. not a lot of comedy fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I no, just, dude, this I was is... like, this makes perfect sense. Like, you know. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's the thing. Career. It's like them. If they stopped, I if like any of those bands or any of those comics stopped, I would be bummed out. Yeah, like yeah. it's like if the Sklars stopped doing comedy, I would be devastated. They've only yeah. built, you know, they only get better. I like yeah, I was call, I call them the not a surf of comedy. Oh, cool! It's like because uh, they kind of popped off in the '90s as this like <laughs> you know, twin act, and then they've just kind of been consistently putting out low key like these Good fucking shit. like better and better cultivating shit. their yeah. audience. Yeah, they have their audience. That's always been yeah. My yeah. Goal, like it's like it's like the beginning. idea of them like stopping or you know like you know. Dillinger for any of these bands, like if they stop, I like when we events broke up, I was devastated because it's like yeah, I love it's like the fact that they were still doing it meant the world to me. Well, I, and just because most people don't know them, it doesn't take anything, it doesn't take away my experience, dude. It's it's absolutely how I approach 
this career. And it's funny because there's, there's even when you still do that, there's tons of reasons to still beat yourself up. Where oh, you're yeah. Like, well, I didn't meet those expectations that now I've built for myself. Yeah. Like the DIY ethic of punk, and I do find a lot, and I think you do too. Like we get a oh, lot yeah, out dude. of that stuff we create. Yes. Ourselves. I lean on that. I like really need it. I'm just kind of wondering. I would lose my fucking is, mind is, if I didn't same. have it. Is there any <laughs> medication you take, like, or no. have dabbled with and seen some results that you didn't like or um, liked, you know? So, like punk medication, like yeah, heroin, yeah, yeah. like heroin it's or all cocaine. It's all about choosing what you want to do with your life for sure. Yeah. Like there's almost no better remedy for depression than like getting your life in order. You yeah. Know? You know, but, uh, meditation uh, has helped a lot. Uh, yeah. Like doing TM like twice a day. It's like it's just a, twice a day. Are you still wow. doing the transcendental meditation? Yeah, I still I still do it. I do like a like you know my own version of it. Like I I put on sound. I put on headphones and sounds. And, you know. <laughs> You just listen to Dillinger. Uh, yeah, I, know, <laughs> I just listen to Pantera. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no, really but I, we both had to take it for your, Mystery Science yeah. Theater. Uh, Joel I, Hodgson like yeah. made us take it, basically. So that that helps. That helps me. Um, uh, a, a big like a thing is, it's like I do I do medicate with uh, a bit with uh, drinking, and I I like drinking a lot, and mm-hmm. I realize I I had an issue with it for a bit because I'd always be like. Man, I want to lose weight, but that means I would have to stop drinking. And I want, and then like I started like getting my my food, you know, sorted, and not like you know realizing that I have a, s- a slow metabolism, so maybe I shouldn't eat as much as I do when I eat, and yeah. and I lost a ton of weight, and then like my guilt about drinking went away. Huh. So now I can utilize drinking how I see fit, <laughs> uh, huh. and, and how I like it. You're a beer guy. I well, no, I I, I love it all. I don't really? discriminate. Uh, I just, I, there's I, nothing I'm more. I'm mostly spirits. You, yeah, buzz yeah, balls. You're a big buzz ball. Buzz balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jonah, uh, I've been you for years. Uh, four loco. Uh, I'm, I'm yes, correct. yes. Four yes. Sparks. You're a four loco. <laughs> Sparks guy. Sparks and Red Stripe or whatever Stevie Oki's I get out for free. Uh, I get whatever the horny pills are at the front yeah, yeah. of the 7-Eleven. Horny goat weed. Let me uh, get the tequila in the bottle shaped like a gun. <laughs> Dude, Barry loves uh it's not Barry loves bars. Dave did a really great sketch, Barry Loves Bars, but what if there was like a sequel? It's like Barry loves like Barry loves guns. Stores. <laughs> convenience stores. Bottles. He likes convenience stores. Um, but to, to to be honest, there was a thing I, I took a, a I talked to my therapist and I talked to uh, I took a couple like online quizzes and mm. uh, like varying degrees and uh I also did twenty three in me. Uh, it's the uh, I, like my DNA is now tracked by whatever like and I like people <laughs> you gave your DNA to the government yeah exactly and oh it's yeah it's what, like yeah you track that's me not better. what it is here's the thing though. people <laughs> could that's you what, implicate me for thought crimes <laughs> that's the thing about people that they go it's like you're just gonna give your DNA to this company that uh, could sell I go yeah sure but you give them your fucking thumbprint bank information and eyeballs every single fucking no, day yeah. I, like I stop any different. shit when people at the airport they basically take a naked photo of you Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a basic rough outline of your naked body. Yeah, yeah dude. Like, that's like, if you had pitched that 50 years yeah. ago, what if the Orville, like the Wright brothers, had been like, <laughs> it's the most miraculous invention, and then, of course, we'll have to look at your naked body if you want to, if you want to fly on this miraculous invention. You know, brother, sometimes I dream of someone having to take off their shoes and put them back on before getting on one of these flying majiggies. <laughs> Um, but uh, a thing I realized is that, like they said, like you, like one of the things that says, like you most likely like uh, require a lot of caffeine, and then I, I do. Like I, I, I function a lot better when I have caffeine, and then the times that I've recreationally, or if, say I have like a writing deadline, or I want to get something yeah. done, a draft or something, I'll take uh, Adderall. 
uh, which is essentially speed. Um, you don't like snort it. No, no, no. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take the pill. The butthole. Up, yeah, butt. up the butthole. I have my, I have Deanna <laughs> chew it up and then. So you take an Adderall. Uh, but I like, I've taken Adderall, and I'm interested in something like that for uh, ADHD because I find on the days that I'm properly caffeinated, yeah. hydrated, or like uh, have taken uh, uh, Adderall, um, I can I. I spiral less. I'm usually pretty good at like keeping like, the, you know, look on the bright side and, mm. and keep things positive. But, um, if I get anxious, I'll, I'll like, I'll get depressed and I'll like, and then I'll just, and then I won't, and then I won't feel like, uh, doing anything or creating or making any videos yeah. or making any songs. And then that's when I'm not making something. That's when, um, that's when I'm yeah. really fucking hitting the dirt. Like yeah. if I, that's the thing. It's like, I have garage band that I'll make just like, I'll make a song. I'll make a little loop or a beat yeah, or yeah. like, or it's like, I'll like you know, record it, yeah. a thing or like, I'll go out and t- take video and then put it to music and just put it up on Instagram. Uh, like these are the things that yeah. like keep me happy yeah. On, yeah. on a low level, exactly. you know, you constantly creating and being creative, totally. you know, yeah. things, which is always impressive. And, uh, I, I speaking as somebody who has a lot of false starts, like yeah. it's like I always have an idea. I start working on it. I get distracted, and then I suddenly start spiraling out about some anxious thought about something else, like yeah. some bill I haven't paid. Why am I such a piece of shit? I haven't done that yet. I haven't answered that email. Yeah. Like if I give myself one minute to break focus, this is why Adderall might be actually an honest. Like this is a good pitch to people who have this problem in life. And there's other ones. There's Constant other versions that aren't so speedy. I can't remember the names of them. But uh, once I get my health insurance back, you better believe I'm going to talk to somebody about it. Uh, <laughs> it's Gonzalez. so so funny to snorting. think you just like went through this whole thing of being like. I wrote for this and I wrote for that and yeah. I was on this and then I had my own show and then I had my other own show and then I had Mystery Science Theater 2000 and also I do not have health insurance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so oh, interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, it's like that's it's a constant it's, with comics. And so. that it feels it feels weird uh and I uh, yeah, I'm trying to I don't want to be embarrassed by it, you know. It's it's a uh, it's it's just like that's the that's the business and like that's yeah. like that's that cheesy well that's the biz it's like literally that is like you know it's being kind of scared all the time yeah, yeah man what, otherwise what's it for yeah <laughs> you know something i think that happens to us a lot sort of going back to the punk thing or like where you come from in in getting into comedy is like one of the, one of the things that makes it harder is that even though you have a very clear idea of what you want I mean, we all do in this room at this point. You, we're around everyone in comedy because comedy was never fucking genreified. It's not like hip hop or hardcore where you're only around the people that are into that specific genre. We hang out with the people that like write for the fucking Emmys and yes. shit. Like yes. that were, and I would even do that, but that's not my aspiration. And I don't need, I don't need to be in that world to <laughs> yeah. feel like I'm accomplishing Me things. And Chris Rock, carpool. but I compare myself to them. And get upset that I didn't get the thing I don't want. That's a huge yeah. thing I think about all the <laughs> well, time. It's like it's yeah. like you know my friends like you know in Toys I Kill they still live down in Pedro and it's like I know they're not thinking of like when fucking you know Interpol is going on to they're not like oh fuck they got that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well yeah, they both dude. play with g- distorted guitars it's like the idea of just like it's like it being all the same <laughs> yeah. I think about it all the time it's like I'm not like I'm like I'm I'm not pop. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not in the pop genre. I won't. Yeah. It's like you know. It'd be stupid to try. I'm yeah. When I'm happiest is I, when I remember. I had this weird that. epiphany that I basically already had, but I hadn't articulated this way in my mind. I was walking around thinking about 
having no money mm-hmm. and and how fucking hard this is or whatever shit. And uh, and then it somehow I was like just thinking, ah oh, man, I just like all I've ever wanted to be is bigwig. Basically, I loved <laughs> that was my favorite band in high school. Yeah, and they like had a record deal and made a few great records and toured and shit, but it were never a big deal to anyone outside punk. And then I was just thinking, I was like, man, I already am. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm making probably more money than they did. Yeah. You're probably making uh, like a, as much as the band made. Yeah. But like you don't as have a, to split yeah. it four ways. Yeah. yeah. I cut out and the fucking have, other guys. Yeah, yeah. Each of us in here has carved out a, like a little fan base and the people who know us are following us and our, we're like working is, on building yeah. it. And that yeah. is... If you remember that, fuck, yeah. that's the coolest thing ever, man. It is cool. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I've been doing I've been yeah, doing Patreon, cons. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, join the Patreon. Help. Patreons. Oh, God, help. Suicide Help, helps. help, help. Uh, help. Don't feel- get out of here. Bye. Help us. Uh, the t-shirts. Oh, T-shirts on Threadless. <laughs> Finally, someone needier than me. Uh, I hate mystery and I hate science. <laughs> um, but I've been doing cons for kind of that thing of just oh, like, yeah. you know, um, stand up. I like... I like it. I like what is given me. I always like, right. you know, sometimes I'll talk to uh, Dana Gould and I'll be like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. He's like, well, it's hard to step away because it's giving you everything you like. Like <laughs> oh, it's right. like, uh, you know, it's like, it's the nuclear rod that powers the rest of your career that you really appreciate. Uh, and Damn. for me, it's like, I can't, I, you know, Super it's like, I feel, I feel embarrassed turning my back on stand up mm-hmm. uh, and you comedy. Probably will. Like, I know. I don't think I ever that. will, but it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, I, you know, I, I, I feel guilty that I don't respect it as much as I, should you know like uh, the way i treat it within oh, myself right i see and, what you're saying but is it can we can we at least steal some valor here and just treat it like marines where it's like once a stand up always a stand up yeah. i'm st- still a stand up to the day i die <laughs> it's like no, it, you know if you're like We're a just marine, gonna have all those like, hats you know yeah, yeah, yeah U- if a marine uss tiger lily <laughs> when's the last time you were a marine well i was a marine back in the yeah. 80s yeah when the, put when my the, four years we in. have all those like tiny little medals in a row over our lapel yeah dude um, Once you tell a joke, oh, have you ever thought joke. about tell hosting a stand-up show? <laughs> 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 you ever thought about trying that out? I, I, I think, think about doing it again it. sometimes, but I also go like, I go, I don't know. I feel like I did it. Like yeah. I fucking nailed the one. the stand-up show I started ended up on TV, and I'm like, I don't know if like finding a place in Highland Park or Glassell Park and be like, hi guys, <laughs> here's my. My co-host, new male, come yeah, yeah, Gianni. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's his oh, wife. Um, she'll, she'll make the show real good. Um, you know that Stuber means stand-up Uber, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about that? Um, Have you even thought about it? Doing these conventions mm-hmm. have been kind of like a way to like uh, see if like like my small fan base, yeah. like and like talking with these people and, 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 you know, like I've done so many different little things like with like the Nerdist podcast or the meltdown or, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it goes uh, on. Like, yeah there's I all mean, these little real. things. Yeah. And like, um, doing those has been really nice because it does remind me that like, it's like when you get to talk to somebody and meet somebody, uh, and just have like a moment with them, it makes, it yeah. makes you kind of go, Oh yeah, this is kind of cool. And then you yeah. feel, and then I feel like, that's when that gratitude happens, which is like what we're always kind of searching for is like the gratitude of the stuff we do and all the work we put into stuff. We're like, I want to feel good about this and I don't and it makes me feel worse. (laughs) Totally, man. I feel like even what I just said before about remembering that uh, we are like people with fans and that's the best thing. Even saying that made me feel bad because that meant I was acknowledging a time where I forgot that and I feel shame having... how. 
to it would I should we should all be walking around constantly honoring the fact that we even have one fan. Yes. You know what I mean? It's fucking yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah. No, so it's we a, share it's, that fan. Yeah, all three of share us share that, that fan. one fan. Dad fan. Dad fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's really supportive. <laughs> really good. He's got a big heart enough to go around. Uh, has um, you know, like as you've tried to just deal with your, you know, anxieties about this career, kind of yourself, yeah. you know, through self-medication. Has your therapist ever stepped in and been like, I mean, like, are you honest with them about, like, how much you're drinking, how you feel about it? Do you yes. like, have, like, yeah, yeah. I ta- advice where they're like, you've got to stop? How no, do no, she like? doesn't, like, she, like, you know, she gets it, and, you know, she's like, she's like, if you want to talk about it, about maybe cutting back or stopping, we can, but I haven't, gone to that point because it's not like I'm drinking all the time. It's uh it's just and it's it's just one of those things I what what I like about drinking. <laughs> it's it's a nice relief. What I like about drinking and this is going to maybe be, you know, maybe I'm like uh <laughs> making it too, you know, beautiful uh but um, <laughs> Go, go for it. Um, is it twins? So it's like and me and me and Dave Lyons, my friend Dave Lyons will talk about this. It's like, you know, I've accomplished a ton of stuff that uh is amazing to me in my career. Like literally like just the like you know like I was saying before I got to do my sketch show I got to do my stand up show I literally got to do Mystery Science Theater like it's like that's not even an analogy that's not a metaphor that's like that's a one to one you know thing yeah damn um, and it's like it and you know it's like you're doing this stuff and it like you start to get concerned because like it doesn't feel like you thought it would and it does like the bridge stops short of that spot you thought was going to make it like feel like all encompassing and beautiful and yeah. and this is relatable to and, a lot of people yeah and I, I think want. drinking like gives you this temporary uh, extension on that bridge hmm. to that that spot hmm. where you, like I I I I get a little uh, buzzed or get drunk and I go you know what this is really cool I'm really lucky that I get to do this this is really I I should be appreciative I should be uh, <laughs> I, I should, you know it's like it, it puts me in a spot where I am able to feel that gratitude that Party we were talking Jonah about shows up you know you've seen <laughs> it like it's I a, do man like I, I mean, like, for it's real like, I, I I yeah. wish I could I really feel like I drink for for negative reasons too yeah. And it's just so much more dark. Yeah, it's no, just, Deanna. No I drink li- for the there's, taste. There's no, yeah, there's no, <laughs> no, that's not why you're buying bottom shelf liquor. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, no, yeah, you're right. like, I need to drink as much as possible. You know, yeah. as soon as yeah. possible. Deanna, Deanna always like makes fun of me. She's like, because I'll get to a certain point. She's like, oh, here comes the drunk philosopher here to talk about <laughs> art and friendship. <laughs> Art and friendship. friendship. Yeah. That's uh, incredible. Dude. She's like in her impression of me. It's just like, isn't this so great? We're all trying to do I this thing. <laughs> you, know, like, you know who else is like that? Is it, Sean Jordan. Oh, really? Sean Jordan is, you should talk to him about it. It's so funny. It's so funny because, well, you know, their crew of friends is a particularly tight-knit crew. Mm-hmm. Like Ian Carmel, all the all fantasy everything yeah. guys. And it's so funny. If you're hanging out with them and drinking, there comes a time in the night and it, it'll be like after a little bit of silence and Sean Jordan would go, you know what? And every time <laughs> one one other person in the room goes, here it comes. <laughs> it's how, great. How yeah. lucky are we to be putting oxygen in our lungs <laughs> yeah, and cum in our balls? Uh, this is so lucky, man. Yeah. Life's a miracle. But I'm, I'm seeing it's the like other- you've never had adversity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've, you've never, never had, had sex. Enough. You've never had sex if you're stoked on that. <laughs> Um, I like I'm I'm at a place though like where it's like I, I needed a le- like a little bit of an accomplishment uh, and so there was a place in my neighborhood it's a fraternal order of eagles nice uh, oh, you joined you don't yeah. have this it's like an old, it's an old man like um, 
fraternal order, like an Elks Lodge or a Moose Lodge yeah. or a, you know, uh, order of water buffalo. Place where old, you, old dudes are go you, get tanked. You yeah. joined the it's Eagles? A, I joined. I, I'm an Eagle. I am part of the fraternal <laughs> order of Eagles in Eagle Rock. Um, That's incredible. Yeah. And He's it's stealing like, valor right it's, now. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, and it's one of those things where, and, um, you know, I went... <laughs> And went and like it's like and me and my friend Dave were like we're like are we doing this just because we want to like a cheap place it's like well no it's just like a nice place to hang out you can you know do work there they have Wi Fi you know it's, it's like it's nice it's a bar that's open during the day and it's not full of like college kids yeah in, in the area. damn they got Wi Fi dude yeah but like <laughs> I thought you had to be like I, I thought you had to like <laughs> I don't know like fight mountain lions or some shit so, to get into stuff like well that. here's the thing it's like I started getting interested in it because Bruce Campbell talks about joining the Elks Lodge when he moved to Oregon okay. uh, in like a, like the late nineties or 2000s um and he was like he's like i just like there was no real bars and so there was yeah. this place it was a great place to get to know people in the neighborhood and so he became one and um he says like he's like these places are hungry for young people so you should join really? them there it's like you know it's like 30 bucks a year uh and like you know i'm, I'm drinking Unlimited fucking beer. miller high lives for 225 <laughs> Um, Fuck off, dude. And uh, and you could rent the hall. Like I could, if I like me and Dave were thinking about trying to put on like comedy shows because they have a Hell hall you yeah. can rent out yes, for real cheap, dude. and it has a bar. Oh, yes. Putting on punk shows for like local kids and like you know like little punk has bands. Them? I mean, those were the only comedy. No, yes, those two yeah, things those together. The do they mix? Uh, that would fucking put bands up when I was going to yeah, shows. Yeah, exactly. As a kid. Yeah. And like it's a little like you know it's a little tricky. Like the few, it feels like the day after I joined, I saw a Blue Lives Matter flag go up. But you know. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's like multiple cops that are fucking members there. Not only should we not respect taking the knee, but cops should get double knees. Yeah, yeah. Cops should get even more solidly knees that are locked in place so they can never take a knee for anything. But here's the uh, here's the part that made me kind of question all of the, the, the drinking splatter. and the choice to become a member and stuff like that was I go uh, uh, like me and Dave uh, or me and Dave Lyons. We got done shooting that uh, off with their heads video all day, and we're like we're like let's get a drink and just decompress. Uh, I was like, I uh, just became a mem member the night before. I was like, let's go to the lodge. So we go, we park, and we just see this guy with a cigar, uh, kind of like <laughs> He's bigger, like older guy kind of walking in the parking lot. We're like, it's like, I think I like here or is he? He's just kind of drunk. And then like, as I'm trying to like use my cart to like buzz into the, the place, I just, we just hear, uh, oh my God. Oh fuck. Oh my God. And like we see, and the guy's like, like like a plane that's like like he's like about to stumble catching himself about to stumble catching himself and then goes oh fuck and then face right into a curb we run over yeah right we run over and he's like oh fuck oh my god oh fuck and like it's like his face is busted open and he's like he's like first thing he does is grab his cigar what's left of it and puts it in his mouth he's like my glasses oh my god oh fuck and then we're like oh hey and then I run and I like it's like the guys from the bar come out because they saw it on the you know CTV and they're like they're, and they're just like they're like Jerry what we put you in your car where how'd this happen and then like uh, like and then like I go get towels and I bring them out and they're, and they're and I'm like it's like it's like we lift them up and put them on a bench and then uh, me and Dave go into the bathroom to clean the blood off our hands uh, literally. And, um, it's like Goodfellas where we're like, why'd you waste all those aprons <laughs> yeah. on that guy? Why'd you do that, but Jonah? Dave, Dave and I are, like, are just silently washing our hands. <laughs> we haven't said anything. Yeah. And then... He's like, we should drink less. It was, it was like, Dave looks in the... We look at each other in the mirror and Dave's like, did we make a mistake joining, <laughs> <laughs> joining this thing? 
And he's like, and then he goes, I don't need to drink if you don't want to have a drink anymore. I was like, no, now I need one more than ever. <laughs> yeah, dude. Now and then we saw two guys ever. get into a fight over a pool game. And then one guy left oh, after shit. smashing a glass. And then he's, and then the guy who stayed just started making out with some old lady. And I was like, you know what? Dude. If anything, it's a good character study. You just put this your hand on crap. Dave's shoulder and you were like, one day, buddy, this will all be ours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but but like getting in there, I was like, well, at least I got that. At least I aced that interview audition. Wow. <laughs> I think I do, I think we should probably wrap this interview yeah. up. Yeah. But I do want to ask real quick to, to close up. And before we do like plugs, um, after everything, I mean, it seems like everything you talked about going through and how you manage shit, it brings us up to now. How are you feeling now about um, this stuff? You know, I've tried to stay as busy as possible. I, like I wrote a script. Um, that uh, I'm like, kind of in development with at BBC in England because oh, I'd awesome. love to try and do something out there. Um, and I've made like three, I've directed three music videos this year, like yeah. one for Summer Cannibals, one for Fiddler, one for Off With Their Heads. Dude, um, no way. And, and, but like, and then and, and, like, you know, so I like wrote that thing, did those videos. Like I was in like that, you know, that little indie movie I was talking about. That was in mm -hmm. January. It's like, it's the scary part for me right now. What I'm dealing with right now is like, I'm busier than ever. And I've always had this mantra that I've been saying for years, which was make stuff, not money. Mm -hmm. But the idea that you would make stuff that you're passionate about I and then the this. money will come. Absolutely. Um, I'm in a spot right now where I like, and, and I know I'll feel dumb for, cause it's like, you know, it's the process, but like right now, like I'm going like, was I, is, was my theory wrong? <laughs> like, I, like, cause I'm like, I'm kind of like, it, I'm kind of broke. I'm like, it's like, was my theory wrong? Like I've spent so much energy on this stuff. I'm not making money off of any of these things, but I'm doing mm -hmm. them in the, and it's like literally yeah. stuff that I'm yeah. so excited about stuff. I've always wanted, I always wanted to be a guy that made music videos or like, I'd be like a, a cop, like a stupid yeah. cop in a small movie. Dude, everything you say is what I want. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, and like, yeah. literally I have an album, an EP, sorry, an EP coming out on um asian man records uh late in august like uh Whoa, mike park from asian man records is putting out my punk versions of weird al songs that Hell i made oh yes wow. doing uh, it, <laughs> like, this is the thing this is the this thing is, you've yeah. been working yeah man. i like, know this is gonna be great it's so it's so dumb it's so dumb it's so dumb but that's yeah. why it's so perfect yeah 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 so that's if only yeah. we can do the dumb things and i hear you like it's always gonna the fucked up thing is it's never financially makes sense no in the moment it's gonna no. it's gonna be such a long view every time and it's but so it exhausting to make anything yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but it is it is a thing where it's uh, like yeah like it's like even though like mentally i'm at a place where i'm like i feel kind of like stagnant and devastated and like i don't think anything's really going to happen it's uh, like honestly look at how much i've done within that mindset yeah. right and so it's like You'd and i like, think oh, that's the work we put in you gotta but keep look, trusting i think yeah. that's the work we put in like even when we're not like you know like when we're kind of mentally going like oh fuck it's like our body is still going up on stage telling jokes like <laughs> writing stuff down like yeah. it's like we're still doing the same thing Maybe i do love like is so important we're yeah. not like taught we're not taught about that part of it how you're constantly questioning like you watch a movie and saw the main character uh, like goes through some adversity and then decides like i'm gonna get my shit together and do what I want, and then there's a montage. Yeah, but what happens in between all the montage parts are, 
Are there just like, is this working? I don't know if this is working. Yeah. It's like they, they <laughs> yeah. the parts of the montage where he's having lunch with a friend going, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I, I've been working out, but... Rocky's, Rocky's uh, coach over yeah. like a Caesar salad is like, do you think we should just give up yeah. boxing and like open a pizza place? Yeah. Like you won a title want, once. We can, we'd have we enough can work that name, in and just, work you know. that angle. You greet people at Caesar's Palace once well, a year. Well, I, th- I think, yeah, I don't know. I... I, I it, I think that it's like to to me at least that's the not only the best approach but the coolest one and like to just do whatever the fuck you want and trust yeah. it works right. That's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks know. for doing the show. Man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is why I drove out to Sun Valley. <laughs> yeah. We want to. Yeah. Thanks for doing for my therapy. Uh, uh, what, uh, is there anything you'd like to plug that you're currently doing? Uh, well, you know, I, I, in in August we got um, you can't call me Al uh, is the name of the EP, oh, cool. uh, which is uh, which is like just like it's like I made punk songs with uh, Zach from Fiddler and Cody from the Blood Brothers. Uh, and then I just like I, I like recorded with them, and then it, the lyrics are just weird lyrics, except for one of them is the Reptilicus song from oh, Mr. Amazing. Science Theater. Um, and then uh, that's coming out in August. Uh, and I'm um, Jonah Radio, which is like you know like the music podcast I do with Neil Mahoney and Cash Hartzell. Like uh, we just are moving over to the Sklarbro Country Network. Yeah, I saw it, man. It was um, super fun. Yeah, they asked if we wanted to do it, and I said like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Are they making their own network? <laughs> yeah, they're making their own little tiny network within uh, yeah. Starburns. Wow, cool. Um, but like, yeah, Sklar's so like, is bl- like what we're talking about. Sklar's built something. And yeah, they, like, yeah, exactly. Like they've been silently building in the Sklar-burns. background. Sklarbro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're still doing. And like so, like anyone that's in bands, you know, we like we ask them to email us. There's like Bandcamp links, and like you know, it's like a band we played recently. Like it's like someone heard them and then sent them over to Epitaph, and they just got like a three record deal. Holy Whoa. shit! Yeah, that's crazy. And like it's that's like it's still like the deals being worked out right now. But like dude, I heard be a that tastemaker. I am fucking gatekeeper, dude. <laughs> that's all I got left. To be you the get gatekeeper. that gatekeeper check that just yeah. gets sent to you. Thanks for being a gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then, uh, yeah, so we're doing the Jonah Radio podcast, and then, uh, and then, yeah, my, I'm not sure if that album's going to come out, but the other, the serious band I'm in that I play drums for, Pressers, with a guy from Desaparecidos and a guy from Blood oh, Brothers. Dude, it's good. Uh, it's... Yes, a label is going to put out the. Which dude in Desaparecidos? Uh, Denver. Uh, Denver Dally, yeah, he's the guitar him. player with he the long blonde hair. Nice. We drove, we drove oh, with him. I think I yeah. fucking met that. Dude. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like the nice. sweetest guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. At, at, last time I kind of checked with you, you were like, I don't know how that project's going. So I'm super yeah. excited to hear that. Yeah, it's yeah we just out nowhere. Like someone, um, someone from uh, some band, like got like. Uh, so it's gonna be distributed through like. ADA or like you know Warner it's like uh, it's gonna have like distribution so that's kind of neat that too I forgot about that well guys and, when uh, Jonah's album comes out uh, like just shout it out retweet the fuck out of it yeah. uh, let's get some eyes on it and check out Jonah Radio for sure and, that's a fun and, one yeah and, we gotta have you guys yeah. on too because it's like we finally oh, got it well, to I didn't you're still doing Jonah Radio yeah 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 that's we just so moved over to the Sklar Network yeah. Oh right, I yeah, yeah. was thinking about something else. <laughs> I was you were talking about, about it pie. on my podcast. Yeah, 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 I was thinking yeah, about yeah. chocolate pie. Yeah. <laughs> where I yeah, we're still doing generating. It's like we got to it. We were you know we just because I knew you did stop for a long while. No, we just right? kind of we never stopped. We just kind of didn't do it for long periods okay. of time. Okay, and then we were kind of like let's just do it every week, and yeah. you know, and it's gotten better. And we've kind of podcasting used to really be the wild west. <laughs> yeah, and now now we realize it's like it's like I, I was yeah. like I was like I just hate meandering like uh like stuff sometimes like this like this one has a point but like ours was just like playing music and then talking shit but like so now we like talk about music news and we have like games where like we replace oh you've songs like totally revamped culture. it yeah that's yeah, great yeah it's honestly fun i love the podcast but i i'm more excited to see like kind of a revamp yeah. version no it's fun point. so yeah. there's a big catalog but only listen to the past like you know 10 <laughs> <laughs>
But that's all. Yeah, that's all I got for that. Oh, awesome. That's so cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Uh, for doing it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Subscribe to us on Patreon. We have a solo episode of mine up this week for $10 patrons and up. Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. Um, Hampton and I will be in New York on September 11th, and that is not funny. Dick Cheney wrote us to say yeah. it's not funny. Yeah. Uh, Vice t- just told us it's not funny. It's not funny. Um, it's not funny. And I'll be in Chicago September 13th, uh, the following Friday after September 11th. Uh, yeah. So check out dates on HamptonYon.com or DaveToTheRoss.com. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, see you guys. Yeah. Uh, glad you're alive. Glad you're alive. Bye. Hey, folks. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Dave and I want you to know that we don't really take this subject that lightly, even though we joke about depression and suicide and possibly even killing ourselves. Uh, It's all part of the beast, but you need to know that we don't take it lightly. And we respect that if you're actually currently dealing with insane depression right now, that we would prefer that you deal with it. And we would really appreciate it, especially if you would call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. And they're they're better equipped to deal with some of the more medical side of uh, depression and suicidal thoughts. And they are there. They're there to talk to you and help you deal with it. And we really want you to stay with us. And we're happy that you're with us. So thanks for listening. Podcast Network.